Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father, we thank you for days and this week uh, past and was not promised. And uh, we pray and hope that everyone was kept safe. You provided and you maintained for us this past week. And, oh, God, we look forward to this new week. We ask now for your power, your graciousness, your peace, your presence, uh, Lord, in everything that we face. Oh, God, we love you. Uh, we don't know what we may face, and we don't know uh, what obstacles lie ahead and all, but we trust from the report card of the past that you will carry us through. You will make a way. You will do just as you said, Lord. And you will give us peace no matter what we face. You will give us your presence because you said you'll never forsake us nor leave us. And God, we love you right now. We thank you. We don't love you for what you do for us, Lord. We thank you for and love you for who you are because you are an awesome God. Oh, God, now let the voice of your servant, Lord, fall afresh on your people, those under the sound of my voice. Let them be blessed for hearing your word and give them peace where they need peace and comfort. Let someone know that deliverance is nigh. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. Jesus, the Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Uh, in the book of Luke, again, chapter 24, we're going to maintain right here, uh, just so we can keep up and keep pace with uh, service at church. Uh, we didn't get a chance to finish the entirety of the sermon last week. Uh, got excited and and uh, Holy Spirit was steady adding new points and insight uh, to the message. But this week on the podcast, I want to just touch uh, points two and three, if we may, uh, for some extra insight. Uh, Luke chapter 24 and uh, 20, probably 25, where we'll hit 26 and 27 mainly. Luke 24, I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We do ask that you follow along. Jesus said this to them. He said, he said to them, 
how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Verse 26, wasn't it necessary for the Messiah to suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Again, tag this as, but I still got blessed, but I still got blessed. Uh, as I said last week, uh, and I'm beginning the first point, uh, don't let present circumstances hinder your uh, spiritual growth. And um, I dealt with verse 21 uh, because the two disciples uh, walking and uh, along the way, as the song says, they had in their mind that Jesus was the redeemer of Israel, meaning they had come up with a thought uh, Jesus was going to free them from Roman rule. That he was the one who was going to physically uh, cause upheavals in the uh, Roman rule with the Jews. And as they were going through pontificating these thoughts, they also added, besides this, it's the third day since these things happened, meaning that nothing else had happened transpired since the third day. And since they were expecting, since Jesus rode in on a donkey and they threw the branches in front, meaning he was the kinsman redeemer. He was going to deliver them. These two were just disappointed in what they had thought was going to transpire. Uh, so I made the bold observation. I made the peculiar observation that yet, as this was not the intent of Jesus, these two were beneficiaries of what Jesus actually came to do. And my point and focus on that was that sometimes we look for Jesus to help us on this uh, circumstance in this way, in this capacity, but as we are still yet sitting and waiting, praying patiently, waiting, I hope, patiently, and we're looking for God to intercede on our behalf, he comes to us in a different way. And he delivers us in a whole nother way. And I ought to have about five people who can testify. I, I can see you. I can hear you if you standing up and yelling almost that if God be for you, who can be against you? Meaning that uh, whatever it was that was in your way and you have thought that it was going to work out another way, God still worked it out. And matter of fact, worked it out better than you had expected. He always supersedes, exceeds, goes beyond what we could think. And you still 
get blessed. Uh, I feel good, right? Uh, in there, uh, just knowing that I've always had some situations in my life that I thought were going to go one way, but God did something totally different. But I still got blessed. Well, point two, as I went last week, it is necessary for your growth. Sometimes you are looking one way and God goes another and it just requires patience on our part. It requires growth to take place. It requires us to get closer to God while we in the midst of what we're in the midst of because ultimately we need to grow in Christ. Somebody say grow in Christ. The problem with some of the saints are we're still infantile. We're still acting like babies. We're still throwing fits and tantrums because things are not working out the way we think they should. People are not doing what we think they should do. So we pitch a fit, as the babysitter would say. We throw a tantrum on the floor. We're kicking and screaming and yelling and tossing and turning because in it ain't working the way we thought it should. Preach, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can, but in your growth, you should not be having temper tantrums. You should not be having fits of rage. You should not be having attitude or no problems in your growth. That's why God put it there. He knows what we need when we need it. He knows what you need in your growth because he wants you to get better. He wants you to get bigger and in him, he don't want you better because that's what some of us end up, but he wants us better for the kingdom. That's why he puts the growth factor in. That's why it's necessary for our growth. That's why you look at verse 26. It said, wasn't it necessary? For the Messiah to suffer these things and enter into his glory. Now, I can't remember if I touched on this point last week, but I want to drop this in right here. Even Jesus had to go through some stuff. I preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. Jesus had to go through some stuff himself. So what make us think? What makes us think we don't go through something we can't have? We don't need, we too big. We, we are, my name is someone. So I've been a member of the church. What make you think that you can't go through something? Because if Jesus went through, if Jesus suffered, if Jesus had pain, if Jesus had trials, if Jesus had circumstances, so should we in order for us to grow. I dare not say Jesus needed to grow because Jesus was God. Yeah? And it's blasphemy to say he did, but, but he was trying to show us something. He was trying to tell us something that if I go through the pain, yeah, God is going to be there with you because he was there with me. It's necessary. And what the scripture said, wasn't it necessary? What Jesus was saying, wasn't it necessary for the Messiah? To suffer, huh? just to enter into his glory. Huh? Some of us ain't going to make, some of us got some things that God has for us that we're not going to attain because we don't want to suffer. 
we think uh, we deserve to skip that part of the test. We believe that no trials need to come our way because we are already super saints. <laughs> we are already super scholars. We know the scripture. We know what we talking about. But when it comes down to the trials and circumstances, we still throwing temper tantrums. That's the difference between a growing saint and an infant saint, Paul even said it, some of us still on milk. We still got similar issues because we can't handle the meat. And sometimes we choke on the meat because we haven't taken care of the tantrums and the fits. And we don't know how to handle the trials and the tribulations and the circumstances. Oh, yes, yes, indeed, it's necessary for our growth. The trials help us to realize that God is in control and nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. See, these disciples had defeated attitude. These disciples had thought one way, but God had done another way. And Jesus was trying to explain to them that it was necessary. <laughs> To suffer. Yeah, we got to get out our physical eyes and looking at things and people and places. We got to start keeping our spiritual eyes on in tune with life. We have to do that because some of our growth are stunted because we keep looking through our physical eyes and causing our physical man to win out on situations and circumstances. But when you look at your spiritual eyes, yeah, it may look dreary. It may look drill. It may look dim. It may look like you don't have a chance to make it out. But in my spiritual eyes, I don't look at the problem. I know God can handle it. He's a big God. And he's made us for our very situations we're in. Some of us need some holiness. Well, he'll put you in holiness situation. Some of us need to grow in patience. He'll put us in patience situation. Some of us need to get our attitudes in check. And he'll put you in situations where you got to check your attitudes. And your attitude determines your altitude. So some of us are not going higher in God. Because we all jacked up. <laughs> yeah, he... He knows what we need because he's made us for a special season. He, he's prepared us for what our special mission is in this life. Well, let me, let me ask somebody. Do you know what you are in this life? Do you know what you need to be doing in this life? See, as a preacher, my purpose to pursue the knowledge of God and through his word and use the gifts he's given me to encourage and strengthen Believers and proclaim the gospel to unbelievers. So knowing who I am in Christ and how he has made me and what he has called me to do frees me to eliminate anything that keeps me from my mission. Oh, brothers and sisters, that's the problem with some of us as I go to my last point. Some, some of us haven't gotten rid of some things and people in our lives that it is, is hindering our mission in this world. You heard me say it before. We all ex something, but some of us 
we stay in the X because we can't get rid of it. And then because it stunts our growth. And if your growth is stunted, you're not doing what God has told you to do. It's easy to blame other folk. It's easy to blame other people. But you got to take a look at yourself. You got to see what yourself is not doing and say, self, I got to pray more. Self, I got to read my Bible more. Self, I got to get in this word and go to church because my very life, my spiritual life, depends on what I feed it. So these two are walking, talking about what God had done through Jesus, but yet Jesus hadn't done what they had expected him to do. That's why Jesus, why Jesus showed up. That's why Jesus went through. You look at that last verse in my sermonic notes, 27. Then beginning with Moses, Jesus, he beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted, Jesus interpreted for them the things concerning himself. And I put a parenthetical pause right there on things concerning himself, talking about himself. Gee, the word, talking about the word, the word in flesh, talking about the word, the holy charisma. Isn't that something to behold? The word, talking about the word. That's why John wrote, in the beginning was the word with Jesus. And the word was with God and the word was God. So my last point is always look to Jesus. Jesus was talking about himself. We should be talking about him too. When they discovered who they were talking with and walking with, they said, did not our hearts burn within us? You read in later verses, as he walked and talked with us by the way. Oh, brothers and sisters, Jesus needs to be the focus of your life. Jesus needs to be talked about every chance you get. Jesus needs to be lifted up. Despite your circumstances, Jesus needs to be lifted up. Despite your falling shortness, Jesus needs to be lifted up. Despite what others are saying about you. For you see, it's not luck that brought you through. Brought you through your highs and your lows, your ups and downs. It is because God is still in control. But then you need to realize that things may not have turned out the way the disciples expected. But things did happen as God had planned. And that's what you need to grasp today is that God is still working it out according to his plan. You see, these things were not designed to overwhelm you. They were not designed to overtake you. Or they were not designed to overpower you. But they are there to give you an opportunity to use God's power to overcome your situations. You see, the devil is still our enemy. He's just a defeated enemy. 
and we ought to be singing those songs to him every day. We still have victory despite our circumstances. He still got his tricks and schemes, but we still have victory in spite of all he does. We got victory in our family. You just got to claim that we got victory in our jobs. You just got to claim it. We even have victory in our churches. And yes, we claim it. The devil can try all that he can, but he still can't have my mind. He still can't have my heart. He still can't have my soul because it's in the name of Jesus that we have victory right now. Oh, victory in our hearts. Victory in our minds. Quit walking around like you're defeated. Quit walking around like you got to throw in the towel. Because we have victory. But he's still blessing you still. He's still blessing you still in your pain. He's still blessing you even in your heartache. He's still blessing you even in what looks like you have defeated. But he can still snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. I praise him not because he's worth I praise him not because he's awesome. I praise him because he's God. And because he's God, I don't have to be concerned with little stuff. Because he's God and I got my faith in him. I don't have to, I can just walk over the small stuff. I, I can just walk over all the things and people and places I, that get involved in my life I, that cause me to take my eyes off him. I, I can just give it over to the Lord I, and watch him working out. I, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Keep focus on Jesus. And we know there's victory at the cross. What he did at the cross. What he's done for you and me. What he's brought us out of. What he's bringing us out of now. What he's doing in a mighty, mighty big way. Whatever it is, he's got to take me through. I know it'll make me better, whatever it is. I'm telling Lord, bring it on, so to bring me closer to him. Whatever it is, it'll make me stronger and more powerful in Christ. Somebody say yes, say yes, say yes. Won't he do it? There's no need to go get somebody else. He's enough, and I don't need to go nowhere else. You say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, and get saved, allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again 
on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A, B, C, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it out.